and you're listening to State of the Pod. In 1954, the face of medicine was forever changed. This was the year of the first successful organ transplant, when Dr. Joseph Murray gave his patient a healthy kidney from his twin brother. Since then, organ transplantation has grown from a miracle case to an intricately studied, worldwide operation that saves thousands of lives every year. However, the idea of using healthy organs from outside sources to heal patients and treat disease has been present since ancient civilizations. As a brief introduction to our topic of discussion today, let's go over some of these historic perspectives together. In 1875, a man named Georg Ebers published the Ebers Papyrus, a scroll 20 meters in length concerning medical matters. This scroll was dated back to circa 1550 BC and served as a priceless keyhole into ancient Egypt's medical practices. One procedure described in this scroll was the use of skin grafting for burned victims. Doesn't it seem almost unbelievable that we now use the same method of treatment as doctors nearly 4,000 years ago? The oldest piece of literature that contains mention of limb transplantation dates back to 348 AD. This story pertains to the fabled patron saints of medicine, Cosmas and Damien, who traveled the lands to perform medical miracles. Although legends say that their work ranged from healing blindness to raising the dead, the specific idea of a leg transplant was what gained traction in the Middle Ages. In this tale, a Roman deacon's cancerous leg was replaced with that of a recently deceased man, saving his life and providing him with a functional limb. Of course, there is no way to assess the success of skin grafts that were performed thousands of years ago, and there is definitely no way to confirm whether Cosmos and Demian ever existed. However, these written works and legends serve as a reminder that organ transplantation has been an ever-present idea, manifesting as myth, legend, and potentially practical applications. Now let's consider more specifically the place of xenotransplantation in mythology. Xenotransplantation is the method of transferring live cells, tissues, and organs from an animal source into a human recipient. Given the large role that animals play in almost every ancient culture and religion, as well as the more limited knowledge of medicine in early civilizations, it's no surprise that this idea was so intriguing. For example, the Lamassu, a creature from ancient Mesopotamian mythology, has been chosen as a symbol for this procedure type. With its giant wings, four-legged body, and human head, it's not hard to see why. Another myth that has been referred to in the field of xenotransplantation is that of Icarus and his flight across the sea. While Icarus's wings were attached to his body with wax rather than an operation, Dr. Keith Riemstma referred to this story as a cautionary tale. A transplant surgeon himself, Dr. Riemstma, warned against the inevitable dangers of using animal organs for humans by comparing Icarus's wings falling off to graft rejection. From these thousand-year-old mythological creatures and tales, we know that the idea of xenotransplantation isn't new at all. However, it's only becoming a real possibility in the modern age. Make no mistake, developments in the field are slow and uncertain, and for every advancement there seem to be a hundred concerns. But the current state of standard organ transplantation is simply not enough. According to the Health Resources and Services Administration, there are currently 104,234 people on the transplant waiting list. The worldwide organ shortage causes patient deaths every day, and xenotransplantation, if studied further and improved, could be the solution to this problem. 
Theoretically, mastering this science would provide an unlimited supply of organs for human treatment, saving patients that don't qualify for the transplant list or can't wait any longer. Tissues and cells can be transplanted as well, such as skin grafts for burned patients or bone transplants for limb reconstruction. Millions of lives can be saved and improved, and this is a possibility hard to ignore. Now that we've gone over xenotransplantation in a more general sense, let's review some intriguing case studies and offer a rough timeline. For over 300 years, people have attempted to use various animals to cure human illness. We're talking about the 1600s, before a simple surgical tool like the scalpel was even invented. With this in mind, let's turn our watches back to when it all began. The first practical application of xenotransplantation took place in 1667, when a French doctor named Jean Dennis performed blood transfusions on his patients using farm animals. His first patients miraculously survived, but when the two others died, the procedure was banned. Although short-lived, Dennis's work opened doors to infinite possibilities for resolving the problem of organ shortage. Since then, various forms of animal-to-human transplants have been tried and tested, from skin to cornea to kidney to heart. And while each new form has its own fair share of complications, it's also a stepping stone for the next. Considering we've been in the marathon for so long, is there a finish line in sight? As recent milestones suggest, it may be with time. One such milestone was a recent heart transplant in Baltimore. The patient, David Bennett, had been hospitalized for weeks with end-stage heart failure and a severe condition rendered him ineligible for a traditional transplant. On January 7, 2022, Mr. Bennett underwent a surgery in which he received a pig heart. Unfortunately, he died two months after the operation. This was definitely not a success story, but the exact cause of Mr. Bennett's death was never confirmed. It's possible that the structure of the heart itself wasn't the problem. Instead, Mr. Bennett could have succumbed to swine viruses or post-surgery stress on his already weakened state. Studies regarding his case are still being conducted so that we can better understand the dangers of xenotransplantation and how to combat them. Later that year, in June and July, two heart xenotransplants were successfully conducted on recently deceased bodies, with no signs of early rejection or viral infection. Both hearts remarkably remained functional for days without additional mechanical support. These results suggest that an operation could be successful on a living patient, given revised safety measures. Till this point, we've been talking about xenotransplantation through a scientific lens but it's equally important to acknowledge its social ramifications. We live in a time where every minute of every day, incredible innovations occur in some part of the world, and there is no predicting how the public reacts to any of them. The very idea of amalgamating animals and humans, of designing animal organs to make them functional in the human body, is nothing short of fascinating. But as we try to erase the line between us and our fellow creatures, questions are asked and concerns are raised. Animal rights activists are definitely skeptical about the whole concept, and why wouldn't they be? We're talking about tens of thousands of animals subjected to experiments that so far aren't even guaranteed to work. This loss of life is incredibly difficult to think about, even considering an end goal. The public has also raised many concerns on the topic of gene-altering technology, which plays a significant role in growing animal organs suited for transplant. Some question why we can cross this ethical line with animals when we aren't willing to do so with people. 
Furthermore, there are obvious criticisms about merging two distinct species. Is this really a good idea? If bent in the wrong direction, where could such an unnatural ability lead us? Like we previously mentioned, xenotransplantation heavily involves the alteration of genes in animal embryos to design organs for the human body. Even the existence of such chimeras is frowned upon by many people. There are also religious concerns to be addressed. Unsurprisingly, different religions offer unique views on xenotransplantation. Some are less opposed, while some see it as living off of another creature's death. Others believe that the whole concept crosses God-given boundaries between species and predict disastrous consequences for reshuffling the order of nature. And of course, in the pool of societal opinions, personal preference is one of the most important. Many people are too uncomfortable with the idea of an animal's organ inside their body, while others may not be as averse to the fact. Overall, xenotransplantation is an astonishing scientific milestone that can solve the huge burden of organ shortage. Given that it one day flourishes in use, ethical and social boundaries should be respectfully considered. After all, the ultimate question of the power of science is still relevant here. At what point do we stop, or do we ever? Well, that was all we had for today. We hope you learned something interesting about organ transplants and definitely recommend you to research further. Thanks for listening to State of the Pod. Pod.